Welcome to Lambs to Lions. You're listening to the weekly podcast with Pastor Matt Funk. Wow. We are in the final part of our financial series, Mo Money. Anyone been challenged with this series so far? Anyone seen results in their either their bank account or the way that they handle money? Good. Praise the Lord. Well, all the glory to God, because that means you're applying his word, not what the pastor says, what God says. So I've entitled this uh, teaching, The Big Ask. You're going to find out pretty soon why. Um, but I don't know if you ever felt like you've been doing the right things, but there's still something missing, like something that maybe God is asking you to do. You can't just put your finger on it. Um, but there's something more. How many believe there's something more? God is waiting on you. Not so much you're waiting on God, but he's waiting on you. Show of hands. Okay, good. Wow, you guys are a lot sharper than I thought at this time in the morning. So praise the Lord. Uh, well, you might not know what it is, but at the same time, you might be afraid to even ask God to reveal that thing to you. You know, David uh, spoke to the Lord and he said, um, to renew uh, a right spirit within him. But he also gave the Lord permission to search his heart. Search my heart, O Lord, and see if there's anything in me, anything unclean, anything that maybe is standing in the way of what you want to do today. Uh, Yeah, I know there's things every day. The Lord has taught us how to pray. He taught his disciples how to pray. You know, his kingdom come, his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Right, that we are to forgive others in the same way that He will forgive us, and it's, it's a setup. Every day it is a setup for God to reveal the things that are inside of us that He wants to do in us and through us, and He does it through His Word because it reveals the things that are in our hearts. That it, it, it it's like a double-edged sword. <laughs> Come on, a double-edged sword that pierces through this body and right in the heart and and reveals things in our heart that we need to work on, that we need to lay down. So that we can go to where it is that God has called us to go and go and have the ability to go through what it is that he's called us to go through. Are you with me? So when we get to the big ask, why are we afraid to ask God? Is it going to be that we're not going to like what he tells us that we need to do or reveals to us what we need to work on? Or maybe just maybe deep down inside, we already know what that thing is that he is calling us to do. And how much is God really asking us as men to give? Could it be that he wants to challenge us to give more than we want to give? (laughs) Chances are yes. You know, recently a friend of mine got in touch with me. And uh, he's one of the hardest working uh, godly men that I know of. And I know a lot of hardworking men. He's also one of the toughest men that I've ever met. And at at, uh, first appearance, if you were to meet him, you'd you'd probably shy away from him too because he's a big dude. He's got lots of tattoos, but he's got a big heart. He's got a big heart. Loves God with all of his heart. He's one of the most devoted men that I know. And, and he contacted me. I've known him for years. And, and he said uh, that recently that he had a talk with God and God said, hey, you know all that stuff that I've done in you and through you and through the business, um, I'm asking you to give it up. And he said, Lord, all of it? He said, yeah, all of it. I want you to bless somebody else because I got, I need you to release because I've got more for you that I want to give you and more that I want to do through you. 
So he's, he's talking the business. He's talking about his possessions, everything that he's worked so hard for. And I said, for real? He says, yeah, that's what the Lord told me. And he said, you know, as I was going through the inventory of stuff that God has blessed me with, he said, I, I came across my Harley. And the Lord says, well, what about that? And he said to the Lord, well, that's my baby. <laughs> and God said, no, that's my baby. <laughs> so he contacted me and, and he said, um, he says, do you have a man in your church? And, and he was specific on the type of man that he was looking for, a godly man with a young family that, that, uh, that uh, would use the Harley for ministry. Um, anyway, I, he described somebody in this church to a T and you probably know who that is. And uh, yeah, he blessed someone in this church with his Harley. And he wants to remain uh, nameless because he says, don't tell him it was me. Don't even bring up my name. Tell him it was God. And I'm like, wow. So I, when, I, when I hear stories and I even get to be a part of a story, uh, you know, I, I, flew, I flew down to say this place. I won't say where it was. And I, I got to ride this Harley back. And the whole time riding the Harley back, I couldn't stop smiling and worshiping God. I'm like, God, just the fact that I get to be a part of this, you know, I get to, I get to deliver the, your gift to this guy, you know, and, and, and a godly man that seeks first the kingdom of God, you know. And it's just, it's cool to be a part of, of, of the house of men that are so generous and so obedient. And... Um, there's more to the story, and God is continuing to bless this man because uh, he, he loves with an open heart and, and an open hand. So, but how do we men get that kind of heart-to-heaven connection? You know what I'm talking about? When you, know, when you know that you know that it is God, and you have the willingness that you are just so cheerful and obedient to give and to lay down those things and have that kind of trust when it comes to your treasures, knowing that God has got more for you and more for others. So how do we get that? And maybe, maybe the question we need to ask, is there anything that we've held on to that we think that I would really struggle with letting go? All the men that own Harley in, Harleys in the house can relate to that story, right? You know, for you, it might be, it might be something different. But in the end, is it, is, it's just all stuff, right? It's just all stuff. And God wants to, uh, to bless us. And in the end, you know, getting to be generous, getting to be uh, the, on the side of giving and, well, and receiving, but getting to be on the giving side is fun, is it not? And getting to bless others, like, Gary, what a setup with your story. You know, where, where it, you see a, what could be a crisis, and then you see it as a Christ-attunity. You see Christ in every opportunity. It's like, man, I'm not just going to forgive that guy. I'm going to bless that guy. And then I'm going to use that as an opportunity to build God's kingdom and point him to Jesus. Come on. Can we give it up for Gary one more time? What a setup. So I want to read through Matthew 19, uh, 16 to 30. And again, I want to read. We don't do this often, but I'd like to read from the message version. If you have the message version on your, on your apps, if you brought your, uh, you know, your paper Bible too and you don't have it, that's okay. Still highlight it in your Bible. But when you come up to read, I have it here. I have the NIV and I have the message um, is on the right side of my Bible here. But I'd like to, I'd like to read that. Um, so again, let's start with the men online. And men online, if you've got the message version in front of you, we're going to read Matthew 19. And I'm just going to have you read one verse, verse 16, starting in verse 16. So if you got it online, just give me a thumbs up of the message version of Matthew 19, starting in verse 16. 
all the other disciples, they had left everything when Jesus asked them to follow him. They left their businesses, their families, their homes, everything that they knew when it came to acquiring wealth. They laid it all down. They laid it all down. The difference is when we release that control and we say, God, it's in your hands and so am I. (laughs) And even if I don't understand, but because you say, Lord, I think of Peter. First time Jesus approached Peter and needed his boat and they were fishing all day and they caught nothing, working, doing it their way, his business. And they brought the boat back in and they were putting the nets back in and cleaning up the nets. And then Jesus tells him, go back out, but this time go deeper. Oh, at the end of the day and all of his exhaustion and everything. And you know, Peter, he's just trying to mm, keep it shut. But he says, you know, Lord, we did this, we did. He's given all the excuses, but he says, because you say so. But because you say so. You know, we tried this all day. We've been fishing. How about I stick at doing what I do and you stick at doing what you do? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But because you say so. But it was in that moment when they went out and they went deeper and they cast their nets over the boat and there was so much fish they couldn't contain it that they were hit with, Peter was hit with conviction and he got on his knees and he repented because he knew he was in the presence of the creator, his heavenly father. And I think, man, if, if we see Jesus every day, every way, in the opportunities that we have to love on and serve others and what he's given us and the times when we are challenged, when, when we are at our weakest, when we are the most tired and when God is asking the, the, the what's left? What's left? I got nothing left to give. Oh, come on. Okay, I got a little bit of oil. <laughs> I got some empty jars. I got a little bit of oil. What's left? There's that thing. There's that thing. What's left? God wants it all. He wants all of you, and deep down in your heart, you want all of Him. Are you all in? Meaning, if we choose to follow Him, what are we holding on to that's maybe holding us back? Where do we need to let go and just let God? Is there anything in the way of our will to let go? To follow Jesus and to serve others. The scripture said he was holding on so tight to a lot of things that he couldn't bear to let go. Meaning it wasn't just money. I bet there are a lot of things that we've been holding on so tight to where we need to loosen our grip and just give to God. It's time that we open up our hands, men, and it's time that we open up our hearts. What are you holding on tight to that God is asking you to release? Open up your hands and let God fill your heart and witness the heavenly connection. Takeaway that I have for us is this. What's in my hand is connected what's in my heart and what's in my heart is connected to what's in heaven and the verse that I have for us to meditate on this week is Matthew 6 21 for where your treasure is there your heart will also 
be. I'm going to do something really special with, with you men this morning. I want you to stand to your feet. First of all, if, if, if you're here today or you're watching online or you're listening online on the podcast right now or wherever you may be and you don't have a relationship with Jesus, you can chase after all the stuff in the world. But that'll always leave you empty. The richest thing that you can ever have is a relationship with him. And Paul said in Romans 10 verse 9, if we believe in our hearts, confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, that we will be saved. It's always been about relationship. It's always been about your heart. So I'm going to lead us through a prayer right now. We're going to do just that. We're going to invite God in to the whole thing, to be Lord over all, our relationships, our finances, anything that we've been holding on to that we need to let go of. We're going to let God in this moment right now. Is that okay? Let's just pray together. Repeat after me. Say, dear Jesus. Today is your day. I believe. I believe that you died for me, that you died for my sins, and I'm asking for your forgiveness. I'm asking that you would forgive me for when I haven't put you first. Lord, I'm choosing today to be all in, to make you Lord over my life. I believe that my past is past and that today's a new day with you in Jesus name. Stay in the moment, heads, heads, heads bowed, eyes closed in the moment. First thing, I haven't done this in a while, but you know, if this message spoke to you, hopefully in a loving way, where God wants to reveal something to you that you have that could be a blessing to others, and where you need to release and where you need to let go and let God, if, if, if you got something today through his word today, would you just put your hand up? God spoke to you today. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's God speaking to you. And the second is this, if you prayed that prayer, which we just prayed for the first time, or you're coming back to him. This is your comeback moment. <laughs> Be honest with yourself. You haven't been putting him first and making him Lord over your life. But today you choose to do that with him. Would you put your hand up right now and say, Pastor, that's me. Well, next thing we're going to do is communion. And as I was traveling, I, I was reminded, you know, going through the scripture, that Jesus said, do this often in remembrance of me. So I'm just going to read to you, and before we do this too, communion is for all of us, any of us that are in fellowship and relationship with God that have made Jesus Lord of our life. But it's also very clear in scripture that if there's something in our hearts that's in our way, whether with another brother, we need to make that right. And we want to come to God with pure hearts, clean hearts before we do this. We don't take this lightly. The bread representing his body, the juice representing his blood. The sacrifice that he made, the covenant. This is a reminder of the covenant that Jesus made with us, the forgiveness of sins. But if there's anything in your heart that you know, or you just got to give God permission to search your heart, and just let's take a moment and let's just pause in his presence and let's give it to God.
okay? Can we do that? Let's do that right now. And man, if you're watching online, we encourage you to, to take part in this too. If there's anywhere that you've got any kind of juice or some bread, you can go grab it at this time. Let's just take a moment and pause in his presence. Mark 10, 22 to 25. While they were eating, Jesus took bread. He blessed it. He broke it. He gave it to them. And he said, take, this is my body. Lord Jesus, we take this bread now in remembrance of your body that was broken for us on the cross. Lord, that your word says by your stripes that we have been healed. Lord, that you bore all of our iniquities on the cross. And for that, Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We break bread with you right now as brothers in Christ. You may partake. He then took a cup, giving thanks, and he gave it to them. And they all drank from it and they said to him, this is, my, this is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many. I assure you that I won't drink wine again until that day when I drink it in a new way in God's kingdom. Lord, again, we thank you for your blood that was shed, the blood of your covenant. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your promises that you gave us, for all that you've done for us. And Lord, that we can come back to the place of the cross as a reminder, it's all about you, Lord. It's all about you. And we take this now, Lord Jesus, in remembrance of you and your bloodshed. Amen. What a great way to start a Sunday. especially coming into this, this, this week. You know, one of my takeaways from the men's conference, one of the pastors got up and he said, the men are being called out, especially in the darkness. And it's actually in the darkness that a new day begins because after midnight, a new day always begins. And we are called to let our light shine for all men. So all men may see and all men may know that there is a God by our, our good deeds. All glory to him. And man, what a great opportunity. As the days approach, as this Sunday is this day that the day that the Lord has made is happening today, just let your light shine. Remember what Christ did. Remember the victory is won. Remember what side that you're on. If you're here today and you haven't uh, been baptized, every time we gather, we give an opportunity for that too. So as we worship next, we're going we're gonna to open up the lid. I believe we filled it out of faith this morning. I'm believing out of faith there's water in it. <laughs> but we are commissioned in the Great Commission to make disciples. And part of that process and in going into all the world is baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching others to obey God's commands. And surely he is with us always, even to the ends of this age. In Romans, it says, when you go into the water, you are, you're baptized with Christ. 
It represents, it says that you are buried with Christ. When, when, when Christ went to the grave, that's what it represents when you go to the water. But when you come up out of the water, it represents the resurrection power of Jesus. Says you are resurrected with Christ. So if that's you today and you haven't yet been baptized, if you'd like to come forward as we worship God together, I'd encourage you to do so. If, if you're watching online and you have not yet been baptized, um, and you have a church to go to, ask your pastor about that today. Or private message me. We'll find a way. We'll make a way. Let's worship God. Thank you for tuning in today, and thank you for continuing to partner with us and for giving so generously to this ministry. If you would like to find out more about how you can partner with us, visit our website at www.wherepeoplematter.church and click the giving link. And don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. See you next time.